You're listening to GGR Pirate Radio. Don't be a juice bag. This is called Pirate Radio. Before we get started, does anyone want to get out? You run around this city like it's your damn shooting gallery. Yeah, what do you do? What do you do? You act like it's a playground. You beat up the bullies with your fists. You throw them in jail. Everybody calls you a hero, right? And then a month, a week, a day later, they're back on the streets doing the yeah. same goddamn so, thing. So you just put them in the morgue. You're goddamn right, I do. One chooses to walk the way of the Mandalore. You are both hunter and prey. This is the way. This is the way. The Force will be with you. Always. Be bold. Be brave. Courageous. Black alert. It's called Pirate Radio. We are refuse for great geeks, cause round here we don't get geek. We don't care for the hate speech. That's why we ain't mainstream. So we linked up on the same team. No heights we can't reach. We are fan, we're hard true. If you feel the same, sing along too. Say great geek, great geek, refuge, refuge, great geek, great geek, refuge, refuge. Don't be a juice bag, cause round here we don't do that. Don't be a juice bag, cause round here we don't do that. It's like, yeah, uh, no, action news. And now, your host, Mike Lutzberg. I'm totally gonna use that, too. <laughs> Hello, friends, and welcome to At The Diner, the flagship podcast of the GGR Pirate Radio Network. My name is Mike Lunsford. I am your host, but I am also the editor-in-chief of our website. It's greatgeekrefuge.com. There's lots of great written content we have there. There's also a plethora of podcast content that we have as well. In fact, I just uploaded three new episodes of our buddies over at the Fantastic Forum, their podcast. It's, you know, uniquely named the Fantastic Forum Podcast, so... You guys should check that out. It's hosted by our friend Ulysses E. Campbell. Um, I'm a guest on a couple of episodes. Uh, you've heard some of the other people who have been on our airwaves, like Camille Richardson, um, Emily Witten. They're on episodes as well, so you guys should definitely check those out. As far as this show, this awesome flagship podcast, I have two co-hosts with me who make this show what it is. Uh, the first is the guy who's been with me the longest when it comes to the at the diner format that we have here you know him you love him he's the number one draw on greatgeekrefuge.com right now his name is mc brooks go watch sailor moon eternal that's it is it that good i i don't know yet but i've heard it's really good and <laughs> you know i'm i'm taking a leap of faith here you're giving i like that you're giving the endorsement sight unseen you're like you know it's yeah. good i'm, I'm already yeah. just go watch, yeah go watch it <laughs> support it We've also got our second co-host. You know him, you love him. He is a master of the visual arts, but he is also well-versed in comic book lore, movies, pretty much a man of many talents, a jack-of-all-trades, if you if you will, but not a jack, a James. James Rambo. Hey, everybody. I know I know a little bit about a lot of things. That's the way to go. Jack-of-all-trades, master of none, but better than a master of one, I think is the way that quote goes. I'm looking it up right now because yeah, uh, uh, Jack of all trades, master of none. I'm looking at the whole. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's good radio. It is. Yeah, though oftentimes better than the master of one. Ooh, yeah, there you go. Okay, <laughs> uh, sick burn, huh? Anywho, let's move on to the podcast. So we were talking about um, in our cold open, which if you wanted to hear the cold open, you can subscribe to our Patreon. All it takes 
is $5. And you get to be part of this wonderful group of folks who help support uh, the things that we do here at the Great Geek Refuge. Go to patreon.com, um, just search Great Geek Refuge. It's right there. Uh, in those cold opens, we just talk about a little bit of everything. It's just our kind of warm-up, our uh, shoot, shooting the shit, if you will, before we uh, start the podcast. So one of the things that's interesting is when you look at these characters that we know and love. So, for instance, the Marvel characters, the Avengers, and you start thinking, like, okay, so in our real world, if they were to exist, like, where would they fall politically, for instance? And I, and I always thought that this is a, an interesting topic because ultimately like you could make these characters fit wherever you wanted to because again they're characters you can write them however you want but this is kind of going off of what we've seen what people have observed and there was one person in particular uh that gave a really really good explanation uh in a thread and we were going to kind of use that as our uh litmus test for these so kind of read over them and then kind of give like what we think like how accurate this is like hey this is a good point or hey this guy's talking out of his ass that sort of stuff so Let's and, start. And, and, yeah, go ahead. Uh, one, uh, one other point. This is based on the MCU depictions of characters. This is not based on any type of comic lore or comic run in particular. This is just, just the MCU. Just what we've seen in the movies. Okay. So let's start with the first Avenger. Let's start with Captain America. Um, it says, and this is uh, what they wrote. I'm going to read this. Uh, I don't think he would cling to any party in particular. He certainly has some conservative leanings in a very literal sense. He missed... 70 years of U.S. history. He lives in a vastly different world. Things change so fast from his perspective. He has to yearn for some aspect of the quote-unquote good old days. That being said, he's very progressive for his time and in many ways still is. His howling commandos were multiracial despite segregation being present in his day. He probably saw Jesse Owens on TV, but missed Jackie Robinson playing for his hometown Dodgers. Still, despite missing the entire civil rights movement, he has no issue at all with Falcon and values his opinion. I think he would have been a vocal critic of the Patriot Act. I think he may like the idea of socialized healthcare, but would be against the ACA. Uh, his he's pro-military as he sees it as a counter to the evil in the world. He may even uh, have supported the Iraq War since a certain mad dictator was a fresh memory for him. He tends to see the best in people, since so much of his our politics revolve around the worst in people. I cannot see him strongly supporting either party. He judge them on a personal on a per person basis. I think the libertarians would be the closest fit. See, I I was with them. I was with him until all they got the way, until the yeah. end, <laughs> until yeah. the end. Like the the libertarians, no, he would be an independent because he he's uh, what is what is what's his line, Rambo? I'm only loyal to the um, loyal to the dream. I'm only loyal to the dream, and like libertarians aren't part of the dream, man. Libertarians are like you don't have to follow any rules because you should be free to do whatever you want, man, and like with Captain America being all about personal responsibility and about like doing what's right. Like that's not a libertarian at all. Like not even close. So do you, do you think they may have come to that conclusion because of where he was with the Sokovia Accords in terms of having that type of oversight? I mean, that's definitely a big part of it. Um, and I, I think that I think you're also kind of getting into, um, like the interpretations of so are are we talking about you know if if you look at it from the standpoint of like are we talking about the proper definition of these um like political affiliations or are we talking about the most popular version of what they actually are because socialism on paper is dope but when it's been executed for the most part it's usually um a great excuse for people in power to steal all the more power. 
um, which is really just, you know, pretty much all the same classification of all of that shit. Um, so, like, I, I, I could see Cap being a libertarian on a sta- uh, from, like, a, a, a proper defined standpoint, but most of the libertarians I know are... <laughs> Somebody at a job I used to work at referred to libertarians as Republicans in cheap suits, and, <laughs> and that suits is better. is not too far off the mark as yeah. far as I know. Like I know some good folks who, who who take that stance, but more often than not, it's really it's not so much about like you know everybody should have the freedom to do whatever they want as long as it's not hurting anybody else. It's I am a white dude and I should be able to do whatever I want. Um, but there. also I will ascribe to all of these Republican and super conservative values. There's the problem is I'm, I'm in like in, in the strict definition of it, libertarianism is or libertarianism organizes a form of left wing politics such as anti authoritarian and anti-state socialists like uh, anarchists, especially social anarchists, but more generally libertarian communist market Marxists and libertarian socialists. So literally they exist on the left side of the spectrum, but almost every single libertarian I know leans super right. It's just, they're, they're it's weird too, because it's like I'm libertarian just because I want the freedom to smoke pot whenever I want. And it should be my choice because it's my choice, man. And then you'll be like, all right, I guess I can get that. Oh yeah. And also like uh, age of consent's not a thing. So like, you know, and I'm like, okay, you're fucking gross. Like yeah. the fact that you even brought this up in a conversation just, just made me physically we, ill. We weren't talking about age of consent, but you keep bringing that up. Exactly. It, it's again, it's, 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 uh, Jebediah Springfield and his cousin from Shelbyville, you know, <laughs> like, yes. And marry our cousins. What? Whoa, what? <laughs> um, that's, that's, that's what we're here for. Is, is, is that not why we're doing this? <laughs> they're so attractive. <laughs> but yeah, I, you know, from, from a strictly like defined standpoint, it's like, I, funny enough, I, I, uh, Katie read something yesterday and was like, come the fuck on. And it was uh, an article that, re- that said, um, talking about the, the drop off in baby girls being named Karen. Um, <laughs> Because Karen is now a slur. And she was like, really? A slur? Come on. Yeah, they're they're really playing it fast and loose with that term, if that's how they describe well, it. Or somebody just doesn't own a fucking dictionary. Here's the thing. It is. That's what the word slur means. It is a specific insult meant to denigrate a particular group of people. Mm-hmm. And that's all that that means. Again, I'm the Alonzo Morning meme right now. I'm like, man, that's bullshit. Oh, oh yeah. All right. <laughs> but, but, but the thing is, our association with the word slur is not, it's just an insult uh, for, for a particular group of people. It's there is a social weight behind that. There's, you know, slur is a word that you use to describe something that is meant to oppress people. And, yeah. and, and, and Karens are not getting fucking oppressed. Okay. Nope. Like, I think that that's the problem is that we, um, you know, reasonable folk like us, uh, we, we, it's the, it's the same conversation we were having in the cold open, you know, like there's a vast difference between making a Nazi joke in, in a classroom full of people and like asking a bunch of questions. Like, yes, both are disruptive, but they are vastly different things are both, you know, like, hey, yeah, I was just about to use an example, but that would be horribly inappropriate. But like Karen could be considered a slur, but there are other words that are slurs that are much more offensive and meant to denigrate and meant to like 
oppressed, like you said. And like Karen's being oppressed, that's why they got called Karen's in the first place is because it is a an extension of their white privilege and not wanting to have to follow the rules in any way, shape, or form. That's really where this came from. Yeah, 100%. So it's, it's, there's the, you know, there's the, you know, the rule of the law and the spirit of the law, like the yes, rule of right, the law. Right, right. Yes. Karen is a slur, but the spirit of the law, like, no, it's fucking not. And you know, it's not. And <laughs> when you take this stand and you know, if, if we have put, put it this way, if we have to go to the dictionary to decide whether or not this is legit, it's probably not an argument worth having. Right. <laughs> it's also too like it it reminds me of like when people when uh, Black Panther came out and white folk were getting upset and being like, This is reverse racism. Oh my god, shut the fuck up. Like right. do you have any idea how many movies have been like an all white cast and nobody said shit? Like it, it just just drop it. Like it's it's such a tired ass argument. Like why are like that's the other thing too, is like it, the people that say things like "Oh, I don't see color" are the same ones that are be like that's reverse racism. <laughs> like, if you don't see color, then racism doesn't exist, right? Then why are you bringing it up? Like, it just, I, I don't, I don't get it. I, I don't get it. Like, ugh. anywho, moving on. Um, <laughs> which are are you on the same page with this MC then? That like yeah 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 yeah. I'm, think, I'm, okay. Yeah yeah yeah. I, I, yeah, I know, I know. I I didn't buy. I was with them right until that that last sentence. Yeah. Okay. I think he would be more more independent. You know, yeah. it's, it's like a case by case kind of ordeal. Yeah, I think he's gonna look at who the best the best candidate is and who would be best for the country and best for the people. Not not what he's not gonna ascribe to any political idealism because he's Captain America, not Captain yeah. Democrat. Like, well, yeah. right. the question is gonna be: Is this the right thing for America? Yeah, it does. Is this most in line with the actual ideals of my country, not what's good for the economy in the moment? Um, and, you know, it, he, it's funny if if someone is properly socially liberal and like uh, uh, economically conservative, they should still vote Democrat. That still makes the most sense. Um, uh, in terms of like the two-party system, yeah. because Republicans are not economically conservative not anymore, <laughs> like, and they haven't been for a long time. Yeah, yeah, it's not the eighties anymore, you know. Like, and even then, like, it was all about like deregulation anyway. But you know, yeah, that's, yeah, it was it was about yeah. fucking things up as much as possible. Like the Make rich people rich. The reason that. To, uh, that uh, cartoons like Transformers and He-Man and My Little Pony and shit exist with toy lines attached is because of Reagan's deregulation. Like straight up, they like up until up until the Reagan administration, you could not market directly to kids in their own media. I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, shit. Wow. <laughs> oh shit. Yeah. Reagan and this is why up. you're the fucking professor. God damn Reagan it. fucked yeah. up all <laughs> kinds of shit. Um, and he's looked at it as this like modern messiah. And it's like, no, there was a brief boom time for rich people. And then everything went to shit. Yeah. And if you look at like the proper like where yeah, I mean, like, look at the fucking uh, uh, the deficit. Yeah. Like it didn't go down. Um, 
And the only time that we've had any, this is getting way more political on plan too. Um, then again, this is the conversation. The only time that we ever had like a proper, um, uh, uh, oh, what's the word? Not deficit, um, an overage, a, uh, a surplus. Surplus, yes, surplus. Um, was during Clinton's administration. Yep. <laughs> like, hey, you up, know what? He was money. <laughs> he was bad because he got a blowjob. I mean, like, and he lied about it. How he dare was, he? He was plenty bad. Like, there's been no president that's been 100% good, or even mostly good. They're all fucking assholes. But there's a difference between an asshole like Trump or Reagan, um, which, like, they're not really in the same category, because Reagan was at least using, you know, the rules. Uh, <laughs> he, was, he was at least playing the game, if not, like, you know, uh, in a shitty, gross way. Um and there's a difference between people like Bill Clinton, who is still, like, you know, a fucking handsy sexual harasser and, you know, yeah. someone who's going to exploit any woman around him. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, was, like, good for the economy and, and the country overall. Um, but, yeah, that, I mean, that's... These are... I'm getting off topic. It's all, um, all good, my friend. Let's... <laughs> Let's rein it back in then. Let's talk about the other big name in, I would say the big two of uh, the Avengers, and that's Iron Man. Um, Tony is contrary at times. He made his money as a military contractor, which means he probably has a few high-ranking Republicans in his pocket. But then he got away from that industry and started sounding very green. He mentions agricultural and alternative energy research. He doesn't seem to take issue with interventionism uh, as he crosses international borders to oppose terrorists, but he he's uh, later moved to champion the Sokovia Accords. He resolutely refuses military control of his suits, but once again champions the Accords. I think this makes him a poorly defined libertarian. He doesn't want government in his way until he needs government assistance. Then this puts him close to some young, idealistic, and ultimately unrealistic libertarians. I don't think he – honestly, I think he's independent, and I'm going to put it in as the same category with Cap. He's independent but in a completely different spectrum yeah. because he, he, is, he is the definition of rich white privilege. Like, he is rich, like, beyond any measurable metric because of what his father built, because right. of the weapon, because of the... Um, him being a contractor. Him being a contractor, him basically being, like, the go-to to the military for a long time. And then he has, like, a, a battle of conscience where it's like, wait a minute, what we're doing is wrong because of how it's being used, and I don't want this to be my legacy. So, like, I think it's it's really hard to define him politically. I don't think he is a uh, has any political affiliation, but he would find somebody that he believes in and back them as as a candidate. And honestly, I don't even think that would happen. I think if anything, Tony Stark would fucking run for president because <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't yeah, and he would be like, this is my party. It's the party of fun or whatever. It would be the party party. Like he would do some shit like that because. That's who he is. He doesn't define himself by what other people define themselves as. He is Tony Stark. And, and like, yeah, go ahead. I was going to say, no, and, and we kind of saw a little bit of that when he wanted to, to not be such, not have such an active role. Um, uh, I want to say it was in Civil War where he's, he's like, uh, he called himself like a retired combatant or something like that. And he's like mainly just trying to like do the work he can for the Avengers, but like in a suit and not his Iron Man suit. You yeah. Know? Yeah, he he sees what's wrong with the world and wants to fix it. 
And like the whole like, oh, he doesn't seem to have an issue with interventionism. That has nothing to do with it. Okay. Like as far as he's concerned, there's right and there's wrong and people using his weapons to hurt other people and oppress other people is wrong. It's not about being intervention because he's not a fucking country. He's an individual. Mm-hmm. So if really, if you want to talk about like libertarian in the sense of like individual rights and things like that, I guess maybe, but like, I don't think he, he fits into any political category because he's Tony Stark. He's Iron Man. He uses his, his privilege to do whatever the fuck he wants, which any, I mean, like, again, the white privilege party, like that would be yeah. the best way to describe it. Like you can't control him because he doesn't follow any rules. Tony only like if, if Tony would only vote Democrat because or vote Republican because Republicans give more money to rich people. Yep. Like that's it. Um, but then again, a lot of what he's doing is is now it's gone from from military contracts to like overall technology so he wouldn't necessarily be wanting the money i mean he's always gonna be wanting the money for rich people um but it would be as beneficial to some degree for him to get money from poorer people um you know like selling iphones and shit like that makes a lot of sense um but yeah it's it's uh i i'm just gonna throw a blanket over pretty much all of these characters i don't think that you can be a proper superhero and maintain ma the majority of the ideals of the modern Republican Party. It it just it yeah. doesn't work. Yeah. Yeah. Um, how how could you? I mean, like it it just doesn't work. Yeah, it doesn't make any fucking sense. Um, it doesn't track. Like it's it it it, it requires a degree of uh, or, or lack of self reflection that you know in order to be like no 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 I I help people all the time but you know. I don't know about all these immigrants. Ooh. Yeah. Um, yeah exactly. That, <laughs> like, that's, you're going to be out of the team real fast. Because, <laughs> like, can you just imagine, like, let, let's just, not saying that we feel that they are this political affiliation, but let's just say, for instance, Hawkeye was talking to Captain America, and there's some sort of immigrant, immigrant crisis. And Cap's like, all right, come, you know, we got to do this. We got to help them. We got to help this. We got to help that. And Hawkeye's saying, you know, yeah, you know, I don't think I'm going to do this because this country would be a whole lot better if it wasn't all for the fucking immigrants. And like, before you can even finish the word immigrants, like Cap is punching him in the fucking face and breaking his jaw. Like, Stop. Yeah. You and just, I need to have a yeah. conversation. Yeah. Like, it's, it's, I was going to say, it's interesting you use Hawkeye there and I know we're going to, we're going to get to him eventually, Yeah, but he's, he's probably like of all the characters we're going to go over. The one I see most associated with, uh, like conservative ideals and like uh, be potentially really being a Republican while also while also being a hero. And I think the the, the immigrant example you use is is significant because people use um, what he what he was doing during Endgame or maybe it was Infinity uh, no Endgame uh, when he was Ronin and like apparently going to all of these countries and like killing all of these quote bad people. Um, over there, and people are people are looking at that and saying, like, oh, "Yeah, he clearly doesn't give a, a fuck about any of that." That's that's why they feel he would he would lean that way. Which I yeah. think there's something to that, but I I think that the <laughs> I I I think that it's not you know in not uncommon situations, um, 
a part of that story there that's being missed is he's not indiscriminately killing people of color. He's hunting down like criminal overlords. <laughs> he's going after like the heads of, of crime organizations um, and executing them. Like, is it effective? Probably not. Somebody's going to take their place pretty much instantaneously. Um, but he's, he's, you know, he's using, it's, it's a very classic, like revenge story type stuff. He's using his fucking man pain to go after, to go out and like meet out fucking violence and shit. Um, not a story of, of political activism. This is a story of like vengeance based on like his pain that he's dealing with. Like you said, like his man pain, you know? Yeah. Like I, Hey, I have all this fuel. I need to do something with it. Well, I could put it in an oil drum and run a fuse to it and just blow it up. Or, uh, I could fill up all these cars and drive those around. Like, you know, he, he's, he's taking, blow some shit up. He's, he's taking a, you know, what could be a really, really, uh, uh, you know, really awful, awful negative thing and not necessarily doing some good with it, but also not doing nearly as bad a thing as he could be. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think I think just where a lot of people are coming from is like him feeling like he has the authority, you know. Like sure. He kind of, <clears throat> he's sorry about that, but like just the idea that like yeah, okay, like he's obviously a member of the event uh, the Avengers, so like him doing anything carries way more weight than just like some random some random person opting to to go after to to go after these people. And like I, I don't, like I I can't remember offhand, but I think people. Like people specifically harped on the fact that like it wasn't like he stayed here and did that. He specifically yeah. went to countries where you know there are people of color there, and was doing the things he was doing as opposed to perhaps doing something like that here. Hey, that's that's fucking valid. Um, yeah. And you know, I could I could try to counter with like, well, we don't know what he did before he left, but if it's not yeah. in the text, it's not in the text, yeah. so it doesn't fucking matter. You know, yeah. you, we can we can suppose all goddamn day. Um, that no doesn't point. that doesn't change the fact <clears throat> that you know the story we're told is uh, what, what he had he had like hit up a, a Mexican cartel, and the next time we see him, he's in Japan. Um, I feel like there was a third thing, but I can't remember what it was. But it was definitely not in the states. Um, but yeah, it's it's. I, I do think there is something though to the, the the fact that you know I don't think the the argument of like well he he shouldn't he why does he feel like he has the authority I don't think that really holds water because to be a superhero is to be a vigilante and to say okay I have the authority to do this whatever it is like right superheroes are acting outside the law it's like now we're getting into more sort of the philosophical ideas of it. Like it's benevolent yeah. fascism, but it's still fascistic. Like you're still someone who has decided I have, I have the power to do something. And so I'm just going to do it. Right. And whether or not you want me to, doesn't really enter into the, to the conversation. Like the, I, as, as much as they fucking make my balls itch, I understand the evil Superman stories. I get it. Because it's scary, the idea that someone could have that kind of power yeah. and just do whatever they want. Um, 
And, you know, we're fortunate that he had a good moral compass. Like, you know, the most interesting of those stories is, well, what if Superman was raised by different people? Um, like uh, uh, Red Sun. Red Sun has, has Kal-El's ship land in Russia in 1939. So he's eventually picked up by Stalin. Um, and, like, that's fucking scary. Like, that's a whole different kind of thing. Um, I just imagine Stalin walking around, like, outside, like, you know, just strolling, whistling, like, hands in his pockets. <laughs> like, wonder what today bring for life. Oh, look, little baby in spaceship. I think I'd raise him to be super villain. Like, it's, I, I know there's more complexity to that, but, like, that's just the way I see it. It's funny. It is this... <laughs> <laughs> who's who's going to take care of little baby from space? Me, Stalin. Truly, it yeah. should be me, as I am the most powerful and most important. And space babies came to me, so space babies should be someone I take care of. Space, <laughs> I make when space baby come to age, I make him grow sweet mustache like me. <laughs> Teach him about communism. It's yeah, he like uh, um, I can't remember his name in the in the story, but he grows up on a pogrom, and he's he's I think he's like sixteen or seventeen when it gets back to um, to Stalin. Was like, there's a there's a guy who can like fly and pick up tractors and shit, and he's like, oh, dope, bring him here right now. Um, Get him one of those furry hats and bring him to me. And you know what's really fucking frustrating? Mark Miller comic. Shocker. <laughs> like. Shocking. That story, and that story does some really interesting things about like exploring ideas of power, and you know how important it is to to balance strength with ethics, and like, dude, you clearly have the ability to do these things, and you just are doing like, what's the most salacious shit I can write? Yeah, and that's what's really irritating. It's it's not that like you know. Oh, he could be so good if he tried harder. It's like, no, motherfucker, you are that good. You just decided, nah, it's more fun this way. Okay. It's the easy route. I mean, like, it's it's Maury Povich. So Maury Povich is the son of Shirley Povich, the famed sports writer for the Washington Post. Uh, Maury Povich was at one point a very respected journalist. And then he was like, you know what? I could get rich as shit. If I just have a bunch of like low class people fight each other on stage, I'm gonna do that. I, I mean, mean, like, and to his credit, you know, man, motherfuckers rich. Man's no. not wrong. And, yeah, and yeah. like, there's, there, you know, it's, it's not unlike the, uh, the, the Kevin Smith conversation. Yeah. Dude did his work. Like, Maury Povich was, he was a legit reporter. He put in the time. And he was like, you know what? This is really fucking hard. I'm underappreciated. I don't feel like doing that. I don't know. I feel like busting my ass anymore for, you know, $50,000 a year. Fuck this. I'm going to go, you know, make a pile of money and make a bet out of it. Like my, my, my lovely wife, she can maintain as much of the, the journalistic integrity as we need. And I'm going to go make us a bunch of money. Uh, if anyone is, is unclear, Maury Povich is married to Connie Chung. Um, but yeah, like on the you know on the one hand, fuck you for for helping to to further the um, the decline of modern civilization. But on the other hand, like I get it, man. <laughs> like you know the the joys of a capitalist society. Like we're gonna encourage people not to do their best work and 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 put forth 
their best effort and instead you know exploit poor people uh to to see who fucked who and who knocked up who like okay <laughs> yeah basically um all right so tony i think again tony stark is tony tony stark's political party money that's his political party yeah. I can do what I want. No one can tell me what to do. And honestly, he's going to support whatever party supports that. Yeah. So, if some, yeah, if some Republican senator is just like, hey, Tony, I really like what you're doing. And I really appreciate all that you're doing to make this this world safe. So we're going to back you. And he's going to be like, sweet. Like, and that's the basics of it. Like, as the series continues, as the Mar as the uh, MCU moves on, like, that's going to change, obviously, because he's going to realize that he's getting worked for this guy's political aspirations. But, like, it's... It's not as clear cut as as a lot of people would would think, in my opinion. Um, let's move on to Thor. Thor's easy, okay? Because <laughs> like the way this guy describes Thor, Thor's not big on representative or democratic rule. He's like King Arthur, um, since they share a belief about king, uh, kingship being determined by one's worthiness of magical weapons. Uh, that's, I mean, that's funny. That's a funny take. <laughs> I don't think it's accurate because. Thor grows as a character too, and 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 Thor Ragnarok, for instance, like he talks about like what heroes do, what it is, the responsibility of leadership, the things that you have to do, even though you don't want to do them, those sorts of things. So like I don't really think he's gonna like weigh in on the political side of things because I don't think he's really gonna have a political party because again he's an alien who is much stronger than any human. Like he has a magical um, hammer and he has the powers of lightning. So like I don't think he's worried about the nonsense bullshit arguments of humans like i don't think he really cares one way or the other he's gonna he's gonna do the same thing that tony stark is whoever backs him and supports him is gonna be the one that he thinks is the right person to lead i well i think i think you know i agree that the the statement is is a, is joking yeah but it's i think there's a, a pretty healthy amount of, of honesty there and, and and accuracy in so much as thor comes from a monarchy like yeah he, you know, he comes from he comes from a culture that is based in conquering and in, um, you know, right, a and single errors and things like yeah, one hundred percent. Like like the the whole the the baseline for the fight with him and his brother is who should be in charge, like who should be the true heir to the throne, uh, yeah. and not like in a mon like a metaphor kind of way, like literally who's going to take over when dad dies, um, and I don't think he's necessarily seen any problems with that um you know if if you know if the person who is ruling is good and just then everything's fine they make good decisions and everybody's okay and it's like yeah i mean in a perfect world yeah that that would be nice like you could point to a single person and be like they're in charge because they're like the most kind-hearted and ethical and moral but that's not how it works <laughs> and, um so yeah no I, I i i do think that's a joke but i do think there's more truth in there uh than we maybe want to give it credit um as far as like american politics would be concerned yeah it's it's um it is going to be like i don't yeah i don't think he falls along party lines so much as he's gonna be like all right well, who is the most upstanding person? Who is the person yeah. that has the greatest moral character who is willing to help the greatest number of people um, most consistently? 
they're they're who I'm backing. Honestly, he's gonna turn yeah. to Steve and be like, "I think you should be president then." Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, I can yeah. see that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Captain Rogers, why haven't you run for president? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh <Basically>, no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, MC, any weight weight on this, or is this pretty much uh, like we're, Rambo? Yeah. Rambo covered everything I was gonna say. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> we're good. Um, the, you know, the, I noticed the one the, the one Avenger they didn't include in this conversation is the Hulk. Yeah. Well, like, Hulk and Bruce Banner are not the same Actually, character. So, I wonder if I missed it. Hold on, I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna go check the thread I okay. got it from. Right, I, yeah. I might have missed it. Okay. Um, while he's doing that, um, I'm looking at some of the other ones. There's Falcon. There's War Machine. There's Scarlet Witch. Um, I feel like Scarlet Witch, like, is she's like voting in America first off? Like, <clears throat> like, yeah, she she's not. I mean, she's going to be on the left side of this, but, like, much more... Um, she's going to be hard left. Yeah. Like she's, she's, like, ass green party, past Bernie. Yeah. Like, you know, anti-war. Uh, 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 yeah. like, yeah. And that's what it like, says, too. Socially left, anti-establishment from disadvantaged minority, social outcast, in prison without due process, twice, anti-military. That's... Yep. Yeah, she she's... Scarlet Witch is going to be the person who, um, you know, when 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 people on the on the right say like, oh, they're coming for our guns and and you know deregulate the police or not deregulate, but uh, uh, defund the police means they want to cancel all the cops. She's the person who's like, yes, I want all of your guns and I want to abolish the police force. Yeah. Like she she is going to be on the extreme end of that. Yeah, because ultimately she's seen what happens when that power is abused horribly, which, yeah, it's, yeah, I, yeah, she would be on the extreme end, which is really, really interesting, too, because, like, on the flip side, her boo, Vision, like, I see, and that's kind of unfair. It's really hard to, like, put political aspirations to an android because, like, yes, he's sentient and he is like data basically from star trek uh except for instead of like programming it's like the internet programmed him um i'm not sure how that works because this is what it says it says vision conservative with a bit of naivete trust government a little more than he should might be a little conflicted today as i think he'd value a democratic election more than our representative process mostly socially progressive as he values all life that stance may agree with conservative pro-life policy but would probably oppose the death penalty. As he matures, I think he would be based more in ideology than party affiliation. I think the last line is the only one that's dead on. Yeah. Because I don't think he would be pro-life. No. I, the, 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 the he would problem, be pro-choice. The problem with that that whole assertion is that he they're, they're taking the stance that, okay, well, he's literally brand new to the world, so he would be trusting. And it's like, okay, he might be a little naive in places, but he also has access to the internet via his own brain. Yeah. Like anything he's unsure about, like he's the guy that you could never have a purely impassioned argument with because he can back up literally everything he says and fact check you in the moment. Yeah. And on top of that too, he would do some James Rambo shit too, where he would, <laughs> he would have an argument for something and he would be like, yes, this is a wonderful point. However, I would like to point out that X, Y, and Z, and he would be 100% correct. He would defuse your arguments all the time and not in a mean way, 
not in like a shitty way. It would just be like, I understand your point, but I would just like to point out that, you know, what you just said is incorrect and, and here's the proof. And you would just be like, this motherfucker. <laughs> I appreciate your passion on the on the subject, however, and you're just like, God damn it, Vision, every fucking time. Like <laughs> Yeah, you, you would walk away from him and any conversation with him, you're like, fuck, I hadn't thought about that. Yeah. That's good information. Yeah, he like Yeah, again, like I have to come back. Like most of these characters are going to be left leaning at a minimum. Yeah. Uh, the the one where they're like, this dude is a Republican is is War Machine. I'm like, yes, no, I agree Which, with that. Yeah. Pro military, like it, yeah. Yeah. I would I would agree with that one too. Cause that one says um, let me read that one real quick. That one says, uh, hang on a second. I apologize. So, uh, strong Republican career military, big fan of law and order turns on cap with no hesitation. Once cap acts outside of the accords is sick of hearing how rare it is to see a black Republican. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I, yeah, I think that, I, I think that. that if we put him in our world and he saw the shit that Trump was doing, he would be one of the people that actually stood up to Trump. I mean, I, I, you know, I would agree. I, you know, I would have agreed with that with War Machine if it were just talking about like Iron Man one, like yeah. not not him now, not after everything that's happened in the in the MCU. I, I wouldn't agree with that at all. Yeah. So like, so even after like Civil War and being on the side of Tony, being on the side, well, and that's the other thing too is is was he? I mean, he's, I don't know. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of in, in between on this one. I feel like it's an accurate depiction. I don't know if he would really affiliate with party though. I mean, at the same time, like War, military. You mean with War Machine? Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I think it would. I think a lot of people feel that way because of how like uh, dedicated to the military he is. Like because he's, yeah. he's been in it for so long, and thus he would probably rub elbows with a lot of the same people that Tony would would rub elbow would have rubbed elbows with when he was. Um, like uh, still dealing in uh, like uh, weapons and whatnot for the military, yeah. so I think that's that's probably where a lot of it a lot of it is coming from. Yeah. But, I mean, you, you could even I mean, even look at um, his conversation with, in uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier when when uh, he and Sam were going through the exhibit. Like nothing nothing said there or nothing implied there for me felt like that's something he would have done like if he were really a black Republican. It, it just, I, I don't I just don't feel that way for him and that's I can I can I think that's fair yeah I mean like it's yeah yeah it's and again too it kind of goes back to the like how can you be a hero if you would if you would support that kind of shit you know like I think you put that's the other thing too is if you do movie Republicans like yeah he's a Republican but you do like real world Republicans which are way worse the, like yeah, the, <laughs> yeah no like none, none of them line up I mean I mean it's like you guys said just in general it, in in terms of anyone, and you you could even throw uh, the Justice League in here too. In order for any of them to really be a hero, and if we're doing it in like in our world, at a minimum, you have to be left leaning. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I couldn't see a single superhero that would be a Trump supporter that would be like, no, they stole the election, bro. Like, I, I cannot think not of a anyone single... you consider a hero. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, fucking Homelander, right? sure. Well, yeah, but he's not a hero. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's, you know, yeah, it's it's. It's yeah. the problem of reality is is more absurd than fiction. Yeah, and it's because fiction needs to make sense. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, uh, so what did I, you find about the Hulk, dude? 
Yeah. So uh, the the person that we uh, that, that um, we're reading from, they actually did not include the the Hulk on there on their on their list. However, uh, in scrolling and seeing what other people were saying, the general consensus on Bruce Banner slash the Hulk is that he would be apolitical just because of how stressful politics in general would be. But he would definitely be anti-military. I yeah. also think that he would be very left-leaning because he's all about science. Um, because of what's happened and the way the military has fucked him, yeah, one hundred percent, yeah. Like a, he's a also going to be uh, pro like M uh, Medicare for all, yeah. Um, because mental health is going to be really important to him, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, the idea that people need to to be in therapy and work out their anger issues is going to be a big fucking <laughs> deal for him, yeah. Um, and and like proper funding of scientific endeavors. Um, yeah, that's the problem is, is we, we can't really look at this from the standpoint of, uh, it feels so strange to say, uh, but like good hearted Republicans because they aren't really a thing in the world that we live in. Like in order, in order to still call yourself a Republican, you need to be willing to ignore a lot of awful shit yeah and as as like like real world republicans are straight up supervillains, as yeah. far as as far as fiction's concerned yeah they're they're doing shit that would make lex luther go like whoa yeah that's not necessarily good for business yeah. you need to, <laughs> to relax <laughs> a perfect example is like the the usage of of facts out of context to try to prove their point and like the real world example of this is like they released because of the freedom of information act like a shitload of dr fauci's emails from 2020 and reading them i was like yeah this all tracks okay we didn't really understand this disease or this virus we didn't understand how to control it we were still working through it yeah all of this is fine none of it was like shocking to me and like you would think that like in these emails, the way the Republicans are acting right now, especially dickheads like Rand Paul and like anybody that works on Fox News, you would think that like in these emails, he was like, oh, this disease is bullshit. And uh, it, we manufactured it in, in conjunction with China. High five. Let's go get some low main. Like you would think that that's the kind of shit that he was saying. And like it's nothing like that. It's like, man, I really can't believe that they keep pushing this conspiracy shit. Yep. <laughs> and they're like, they're like, there's the proof. There's the proof that you need. There, there, there's the proof. And he's like, I just don't really think that this whole thing actually got manufactured in the lab. You know, it's a possibility, but like a 0.01%, that seems pretty unlikely. And then Rand Paul's like, yeah, see, told you. And you're like, what the fuck are you talking about? You you, you fake optometrist? Like, oh, goddamn. Anywho. <laughs> yeah, supervillains. That's 100%. Like, not grounded in truth or reality in any way, shape, or form. Um... I, I wanted to put this out for Hawkeye because I'm reading Hawkeye and Black Widow. We were talking about Hawkeye before and like, yeah, he does kind of just exist in his own little world where he just does whatever the fuck he wants. But I think that him and Black Widow fall into the same category of because they're operatives, like they don't really have a political affiliation and yeah. they're going to go with wherever their money is coming from, more or less. And Natasha whether it is is well aware that regimes fall. Yeah. She's a survivalist. She does what she needs to survive. And I, it, I, I think it's the I, same thing with Hawkeye. I think it's much more likely that Natasha is in no way concerned with voting. 
Yeah. Because um, for yeah. her, it doesn't matter. Well, yeah. That and she well, can't and in her it. in her case, she would prefer to be behind the scenes doing whatever or getting whatever she wants to get done. I feel like she yeah. she much much rather operate there than try to go through an official process or any yeah. type of you know regular thing. It's it's going to be just as likely that I can get my job done regardless of whoever's in in power. Yeah, and that's the way I feel like with Hawkeye. Like to a certain degree, I feel that he yeah again there's going to be some leanings you know because like. But, like, the justification for Hawkeye being conservative, it says, um, where is it, uh, also lives in the country, adding to the conservative stereotype. Lots of people live in the country, man. Like, he just wants to be the fucking left alone and raise and raise his kids and hang out with his wife. Like, that's not a conservative thing. Like, I, I disagree with that. Like, disobeys orders to kill a Russian spy, choosing instead to flip and later befriend her. Uh, I think that leaves him independent with conservative leanings. Eh... I, I really think he's the type of person that doesn't care about political affiliation. He will do. He's working for whoever's given the orders. Yeah, it's it's le- movie Hawkeye is less about um, yeah. less about what is um, best for the country and more about what is best for me and mine right now. Yeah. Um, let's end on uh, on the new Captain America, uh, Sam Wilson, the Falcon. Um, I, it says likely Democrat black man living in DC who name drops Mark Furman as a metaphor for violence, <laughs> former military, but disillusioned after losing a friend and working in the VA, likely a big proponent of government change anti-establishment did not hesitate to side with cap against the Sokovia courts. I like, this is like the fact that you even had to write this is, is, is preposterous. And I would think that it was written before, um, Falcon and the winter soldier. Yeah. Because, this, this, this was yeah. from, uh, this was before even infinity war had happened. Oh, was it really? this, this, yeah. This, this is from uh, before, yeah. Yeah, okay. Because, like, it's it's clearly obvious where he falls on this. And I wouldn't even say that he's a Democrat. I think he's he's liberal. I think he's left-leaning. But, like, he's, after, after running into Isaiah, after seeing how this country has just boned black people as hard as it possibly can for the last 300 years, like, I don't think he's going to be on either side. I think he's going to be hesitant to trust anybody. But at the same time, too, he's hopeful. And that's what Cap saw in him. Yeah. Was that this guy is is hopeful and he, he's a symbol of the American dream just like Cap was. And, like, while disillusioned with the shit that happens in this country, he's still going to do the right thing. And he's still going to fight for people, not for politicians. Yeah, and, and and I'm glad that we got Falcon and Winter Soldier because we actually it, it gave us a much clearer picture. Because the, I mean, the unfortunate reality is, and I, I don't say this to disparage him, to disparage him, he was kind of a, a B-list character with not a lot of screen time, and we kind of didn't really get a ton of ideas of like where exactly he would land on things, other than okay, he sided with Cap here, you know, or like this this line here in opposition of that, like. With Falcon and Winter Soldier, we got a much better understanding and idea of where exactly he landed. And I, and I think, like, if we're talking pre-Falcon and Winter Soldier, yeah, I think he he, he was probably a bit a bit more of an idealist uh, than anything. And I think, you know, between meeting Isaiah and, like, dealing with everything that happened in the aftermath of giving the shield up and ultimately getting it back, that he he would he would have he would be much more grounded in reality in terms of. What he needs, to, he what he himself needs to do, uh, both as a citizen, as cap, and as a black man, in terms of where, like, what he needs to do to get his job done as a hero, and and uh, you know what will 
uh, ultimately uh, like save the most amount of people, you know? Yeah. 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 I, I think also there's something to be said for, you know, Southern Christian black dude probably yeah. had more conservative leanings initially. And then you get out into the world and you're like, oh shit, there's a lot going on. Like, and the idea that the Republican Party is still like somehow a Christian based organization um, becomes really eye opening when you start seeing like legit policies in action. Um, so I think that was, I could see him being more conservative initially. And then, funny enough, like, I, I absolutely agree with the idea of him being more idealistic, but also idealistic in terms of like, well, no, like, you know, the, the people I vote for care about people and they care about people like me and they're trying to do the best they can. And, you know, it's just that things are really hard and blah, blah, blah. And then you start, you know, you join the military, you start seeing more of these things in action. You start seeing, you know, what it looks like when Republicans are in office and it becomes, oh, no, they don't give a fuck about me or anybody else unless you're a rich white dude. Um, and that's where some of the sort of the idealism starts to drop away. And it becomes more of a practical, grounded, like, there are there are ideals I can strive for, but in the short term, boots on the ground, we need to focus on these things. Yeah. I, I mean, I could totally see Sam as, like, so, a social, like, a social conservative. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say he would, he would be, like, outright. But just, like you said, being a, being a black dude in the South, a lot of, a lot of people I know because of uh, how religious a lot of uh, these places are. And how religious and like the faith being such a big deal for a lot of black folks who are in the South. I mean, I could, I could see, I could definitely see it for Sam before, you know, getting out, like you said, getting out into the world, meeting Cap, experiencing everything he's experienced, you know, since becoming Falcon and now ultimately as Cap. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's someone who ultimately would probably change whatever leanings he had uh, from his childhood and growing up just because of what he's experienced. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I would, I would definitely agree with with that too, because the military does change your perspective on shit, and like, especially once you start getting out into the world, like it's yeah, your little bubble it, it expands real fucking fast. So, <laughs> and Mike, would you say that you know it can it can polarize you in both directions? Because I could, you know, from the outside, yeah. I could see it being like this will drive the point further home that no, no, you you're not far right enough. I'll give you I'll give you a perfect example. Um, there are a lot of people that left um, after joining the military in the time that I was in, which is like early 2000s, so like post 9/11, um, who came back and were are much more liberal than they were before. And his name is Mike Lunsford. Um, <laughs> I was I was very I was very conservative, like as far as politically, um, but also too to be perfectly honest, it's because I didn't really understand everything about being like quote unquote Republican. I didn't really get it. And, like, getting older and learning more about it, like, it just, to me, it didn't make sense why any reasonable person would want to be those things, the way they described them. Because it's like, oh, they're Christian. Yeah, but have you seen what Christians do and say? They're kind of hypocrites. I don't really want to be associated with that. Yeah, well, they're pro-rights for people. Yeah, but I think that we need to make a massive overhaul on the way that we handle things, like, for instance, with gun rights, because having full access to gun rights means that we've got a shitload of kids that keep getting killed in schools and mass shootings happen on a regular basis. And that's not quote unquote, the price for freedom. As far as I'm concerned, we need to make changes. And yeah, the older I've gotten and, and, I, and after being in the military, the less 
conservative I've gotten. And it's funny because the, the old adage is the older you become, the more conservative you become. No, the older I get, the more I give a shit about people. Mm-hmm. And the more I want everybody to have a fair shot. And, like, it's just so funny how, like, these attributes that we've been taught are, the, are quote, unquote, the way you grow up are just completely wrong. But there are a lot of people who saw some pretty traumatic shit when they were enlisted and went the exact opposite way. We can't trust anybody to, to be liberal because that doesn't work so therefore we need to have a, a a hard fist we need to be rule with an iron fist we need to make sure that we have the right people in place and then you start getting into some really ugly shit when it comes to racism and you see people like trump and he gets into power because and and, and i really truly don't think anybody thinks that man unless they're absolutely delusional thinks that that guy is the right person it's what he stands for that they want it's the we don't have to follow the rules. We can do whatever we want because we're powerful and we're strong and we're right. And right, in whatever their definition of what right is, right means that you don't have to explain why you're doing what you're doing. It's just the quote-unquote right thing to do. Yeah. Like with Israel. It's a perfect example. Like, oh, well, Israel's right. They are? 100% every single time. There's no way that they've ever done anything wrong. Well, I back Israel. Every single time. Okay. Regard, yeah, regardless of their stances, regardless yeah. of what they're actually doing, no, they're they're right. That is a fucking dangerous place to be. It's it's dangerous in a in a grander scale too, because with with the three of us, okay, if I do something wrong, if I say something inappropriate, if I make a stand that's inappropriate, I want the two of you telling me and saying, Mike, we don't agree on this, but not only that, we need to talk to you about this. I don't want blind loyalty. Blind loyalty and blind faith are dangerous. Just as I wouldn't do that to either of you. If you guys say something or believe something that is just not healthy or not appropriate, we're going to discuss it because that's that's what is the right thing to do. And I think somewhere along the lines, we got confused as a country that we should just blindly follow the, the leaders. You know, like it's America, love it or leave it. Why? Yeah. We can... You can it, love the thing but want it to change. And, like, that just – it's just gotten so off kilter. It's only – it only serves uh, ego and those already establishing power. Anybody who says, you know, this is – if you're going to take the stance of, like, this is how things are and they should never change. Yeah. This is how we've always done things. Okay. Well, then there's – nothing to be gained there's no you know but that means you you can't get worse but you also can't get better like if you're actually going to maintain course and just be consistent then there's no fluctuation good or bad yeah. um and and yeah the the you know love it or leave it thing it only serves those who are, curr- who are currently in power yeah it, it does and it's it, it sucks and, and i'm a big believer in change not just change for the sake of change but i want I want shit to change for the better. I want things to be better. I I want this world to be better. I want everybody to have the same shots. And like looking back on like my life, looking back on the advantages that I had as a kid, I want everybody to have that, you know? And like it's, it's getting outside of your own privilege that takes you to realize that. It's Cap saw that, you know? Like he was able to change. Tony was able to see that when, when shit hit the fan and he was like, fuck, look at what my legacy is. He made a change. So that's kind of the point that I wanted to end this episode on is that like these heroes 
and as Rambo pointed out, fucking truth is stranger than fiction because fiction has to make sense. You know, reality doesn't. And these heroes are meant to be a template, are meant to be an example of what we can be if we choose to live the right way. If we choose to see the things that we've done and we're like, you know what, this isn't what I want. This isn't the thing that I want to be. Instead of being afraid to look yourself in the mirror, then those are the kind of things that you can really change. I want to thank Mr. MC Brooks. I want to thank Mr. James Rambo for another wonderful episode. But I also want to thank all of you wonderful, beautiful listeners out there for supporting us, uh, for subscribing to our podcast, for being uh, Patreon members, for buying our T-shirts, all of that stuff. We love you. We appreciate you. You keep blowing me away with the kind of support that we're getting. Coming up next, we're going to have a little bit of fun because we got kind of deep here talking political stuff. We're going to play Random Question Generator because that's that's just fun. Um, we'll try to make those questions um, a little lighter because, like, the first one that I see... Um, is what stereotype do you completely live up to? Yeah, we're not doing that. Um, <laughs> staying away from that shit. So it'll be a fun version of um, Random Question Generator coming up next, so make sure you stay tuned. Make sure you subscribe wherever it is that you like to get your podcast. But for all of us here at The Great Geek Refuge, my name is Mike Lunsford, and remember, there are no heights that we can't reach together. Thank you for listening to GGR Pirate Radio. Make sure you check out our website, greatgeekrefuge.com, for all of our awesome articles and wonderful podcasts. This has been Pirate Radio Network production, Juice Bags. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, boy. Over and over and over.